When you think of names like Ric Flair or Hulk Hogan, you think of, of professional wrestling. Ever met anybody that really believed that uh, professional wrestling was real? This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. I guess it was somewhere in the mid to late 1970s, early 1980s that I happened to to watch some television and saw what they call professional wrestling. And I looked at this and I'm going, this can't be real. And truthfully, it wasn't. It was all choreographed, but, but there were times you would meet people that completely believed it. They really believed that all these, these actors were really in a fight for their lives and really hurting each other and really throwing people out of the ring and really beating up on spectators. And, and people got into it. We live in an illusion today here in the United States. We believe that we have a, a republic, a democratically elected republic. I'm beginning to wonder if that's even true anymore. And we're going to be talking about that on, on today's program. Now, while I have just a couple of moments here, I want to share a few thoughts at the beginning of the radio program. Number one, a continued thank you for your prayers for me as I'm recuperating, getting better every day. Some days are easier than others. Yesterday was pretty good. I hope today and tomorrow will continue getting better. But your prayers, I can I can honestly feel the difference. So keep me in prayer that my health is restored. There's so many things to be done. Over the past couple of days when I've had a little bit of time, I'm working on a project called Ancient Word Radio. Many of you heard that. Let me, me mention this before. And there's a website for that particular side of the ministry called ancientwordradio.com. That's ancientwordradio.com. Currently, there are two music streams available, and hopefully in the weeks ahead, there'll be a, a teaching and talk channel also available. It'll include this radio program, It'll include also Living Off Grid and, and other programs that you may not be able to find anywhere else. And I'm just trying to create this platform. And, and God willing, and we can get other people. I'm, I'm making this available to other people. I'm not trying to make a living out of this. I just feel we as Christians need to have as many opportunities and platforms in the marketplace. I'm one of the few that still believe in using shortwave. We just don't have the financial access to get on terrestrial radio. And I know it's a competitive world online, but if we can be, shall we say, wise, we can reach a number of people. And so keep that effort in your prayers as well. This is, this is a project that the Lord laid on my heart a number of years ago. And right now it's all coming together. It's gonna take some effort. But we're getting there, and I'm trying to reach out to people that I know that can produce materials and programs, whether live, whether pre-recorded, that we can put on the talk and teaching channel, and also then give you links for on-demand. If you're going to compete and share the gospel in this world today, just like St. Paul did, you have to meet them in their marketplace. And a lot of churches don't do that. And they wonder why they're shrinking and they wonder why they're dying off. We need to be 
preaching in season and out of season. We need to be sharing the good news. We need to be honest and truthful and uncompromised. And so I'm just trying to do my little part in my part of the world and in my little part of the internet and on my part of shortwave radio and any other door that God should open for us. So pray for us. If you believe in this ministry, go to our website for the radio program, truththenumber2ponder.com. That's truththenumber2ponder.com. Now, now I mentioned as we started the program, this idea of, you know, the professional wrestling, which was all choreographed. And today, guest host Jim Calhoun is going to continue and talk about that and how how professional wrestling has some similarities to our so-called two-party system here in the United States. Here's Jim Calhoun. Thanks, Bob. And once again, it's great to be back on Truth to Ponder. I sure appreciate you tuning in today. And I'm going to be talking about what I see happening in the world. And that's what the show is going to be about. But before I get to that part of the show, I just want to thank everybody for your support. And thank you to everyone who sends financial support to Truth to Ponder. Because we're living in a time where we really do need to have programs like Truth to Ponder as an alternative to what I consider the lies and the misrepresentations of the mainstream media. And we all need to keep Bob Bierman in our prayers as he recovers and as he pushes along with future plans and also with what he's doing right now. And not only does he have a heart for God, he also has a heart for his audience. And I truly appreciate you tuning in today. Well, today I'm going to talk about the way I see things. I'm going to start with the midterm elections. And I guess if I would come up with one word, I'd have to say interesting if I want to stay nice. It doesn't seem that this big red wave wasn't even a splash. So why do you think that was the case? Well, number one, we could have been misled by the people in the GOP. We could have been misled by the media that was saying that there was this great big tidal wave coming. They're finding massive evidence of voter fraud. And I have to add right here, since when has election day become election week? We might as well have election year at this point. I'm going to just come out and say right now, I did vote. And a lot of people did vote because the polling place I went to was very busy. And also, I have to add that I asked a few people some questions, not about who they were going to vote for, just men on the street type of questions. And everyone I talked to was angry. There's a lot of anger in the world, and they were wanting to show their anger by voting. And they were going to vote for the people they thought best to handle the economy. People are mad about the U.S. involvement with Ukraine as far as the proxy war that we have with Russia right now. There's a lot of frustration and a lot of anger. And I liken the United States right now to two things. Number one, a pressure cooker. Those midterm elections should have been used to let off the steam, to take out your anger about things the way they're going, and take them to the ballot box and cast your vote. That's how, in a civil society, 
in a representative republic. That's how it works. And the other thing I like in the United States, other than just the pressure cooker, is ancient Rome right before it fell. I see nothing good that came from the midterm elections. Number one, I question the validity. I question the honesty. It seems that 2020 happened all over again. Only maybe the people who were cheating were a little smarter about it. And you notice the Republican leadership is totally silent. So they're accomplices to it. So I really think we have a uniparty. I call them corruptocrats. And I think that they're all in on the corruption. Now, this is just my opinion, but I think that you can compare politics in the United States with professional wrestling. Now, nothing against the professional wrestlers. I really understand their concept of entertainment, and I think it can be very entertaining. But the matches are all decided before they even start. Well, it looks like our politics, they're just trying to put money in their pocket as far as I'm concerned. But I liken it to professional wrestling and the fact that it's all pre-planned, in my opinion. And I think that Mitch McConnell and all the Republican leadership, I think they already knew the outcome. I think they helped with the outcome. And any candidate that was kind of an outsider, they didn't get any real help from the Republican National Committee. Just like when Laura Loomer ran in 2020, they promised her funds and they promised her lots of things. But they didn't do anything for her, and she lost her bid. And a lot of these people that were running with Make America Great Again is their slogan. They were so-called mega people that were running for office. They were opposed by the press, by their opponent, and also their own party. How many times have you watched a sporting event, and it might be between two different rival conferences, and the referees might be from one conference or the other, And it seems like the referees kind of favor the team that's in their conference. Or a boxing match where some guy clearly wins the fight, but he's fighting in the other guy's hometown. And so the other guy that's been beaten soundly is still given the victory because it's his hometown. And that's the way I felt about the midterm elections. And my future of voting is very much in doubt because what I saw. In 2020, in my opinion, was repeated in 2022. And in my opinion, it'll be repeated again in 2024. And you can blame the Democrats and you can point your fingers at them and you can be angry, but they have willing accomplices on the other side of the aisle. To me, that's very obvious. And also, there's another comparison. And I think that some of the pressure inside that pressure cooker could have actually been lessened had the elections gone true and simple, counted on election day with no fraud. If the will of the people was spoken and heard and acted upon and the appropriate changes that the American people actually voted for, if that was implemented, then the pressure would be off that cooker. At least a little bit. But I really feel that after this midterm, the pressure inside that pressure cooker is going to grow. And so I think everything opposite happened that should have happened. 
I think there were people that did not get their votes counted. I think there were referendums passed that really didn't, but the powers that be wanted them to pass. In other words, I'm going to say rigged election. All the way across the board, I was watching real intent and watching the numbers and trying to find anomalies. And I saw them everywhere. And then I started to listen to some of the professional poll watchers. And they were coming up with 10 times what I saw. And so I didn't even catch some of the most obvious things because I'm not trained as a poll watcher or anything. I've seen reports from New York and Pennsylvania. And in Pennsylvania, there was a guy that's been dead for several months and he won in a landslide. So really what you have to understand is is that I think it's predetermined. Just like a professional wrestling match, I think that we're being duped. And like I said, I think my future in voting is in jeopardy. I was very busy on election Tuesday. I'm trying to get wood gathered, and I'm trying to get ready for winter, trying to drain my hoses. When I got sick, I couldn't even put my garden down. And so I have a month worth of produce that I couldn't even go out and pick. I was just so dizzy, I couldn't even hardly walk to go out and take care of the garden, and so I just let it go. As a matter of fact, I'm so far behind in winterizing my house, my pipes actually froze two days ago. Now I got them to thaw out, nothing broke. But I'm a busy guy trying to play catch-up. I still don't feel great, but I feel good. And that's a big improvement of how I was feeling. And so I've been scrambling like mad to try to catch up. But what I'm getting at is that I'm really busy, and it took quite a bit for me to find the time to break away and go in and vote. But I was really happy that I did vote, and I felt like I was possibly part of something really special as far as seeing some of the things that are wrong with this country being righted. But it was really evident when the first report started coming back from the polling places that it was a pipe dream I had that Even though I really didn't believe in the midterm elections, I did hold out hope. But now I consider myself a fool for falling for some of the propaganda that has been put out about this red wave, and and it's just not good. And then if everything is honest and everything happened exactly like they say it did, if the dead man won by a landslide, and he really did, And if Dr. Oz really was defeated by a man that can't even put two sentences together, well, then we're in trouble in a whole different way. The way I see it, America right now has become Babylon the Great. And another thing that I see is we've sunk to the levels of the Roman Empire right before it fell. Because the Roman Empire could never have been defeated unless internally they rotted. And I see nothing but rot. Do you realize right now that some places in Mexico are running film footage of different portions of Philadelphia and showing their school children that that is a result of drug addiction? And so a major city in the United States is being used as a training aid to tell kids what not to do. It seems like the United States has already fallen, but I don't think people realize it. 
But anyway, it seems to me that the people that were in charge of Rome, they let decadence come in. They let apathy come in. And they were so depleted as far as morally that they just didn't have a leg to stand on, and they fell. I really see a connection between the way the United States is now and the way that the Roman Empire was before it fell. And right now, I think that we are living through a very historical time. I think that history is not going to be kind on this COVID-19 whole pandemic mess. I don't think history is going to be kind to Dr. Fauci. I don't think history is going to be kind to Big Pharma. So I think that we've already lived through historical times. But I think it's even bigger than that. I think there's a changing of the guard happening. I think the United States morally is bankrupt. And with all the trillions of debt we have that I don't think we're ever going to pay back, and then with the scandal with all the Bitcoin and all all that stuff that's happening that's going to wreck the economy, and then the sanctions on Russia that are boomeranging and just destroying the Western culture, I think we're seeing the death of the West. I really do. You have a new emerging group of countries, the BRICS group, are soon to be joined by at least a dozen other countries. And right now, as this group sits, they have a vast group of people from all these different countries. Some of the largest populated countries in the world are members of BRICS. And so adding just two or three more countries, there will be more people involved economically with BRICS than with the standard way it is now with the Western countries pretty well running everything. And I think the New World Order is being roundly rejected by the countries that are joining BRICS. And every day, BRICS get stronger. And every day, the Western countries get weaker. And so I think our economies all are going to be in free fall. We haven't seen anything yet. Coming up very soon, New sanctions are going to come against Russian shipping, that their ships cannot be insured, and there's going to be all sorts of sanctions put on the big oil tank ships that deliver all this oil. And so the Secretary of Treasury, Janet Yellen, has informed Russia that they have to do a price cap or else they're going to be held hostage and their ships will not be able to be insured and they're going to have massive tariffs on their ships. And I have several things to say about that. First of all, since when does the Secretary of Treasury of the United States tell another country what they can and can't do? That's very telling. Because this group of people, and I think it's including a lot of Republicans, they want to rule the world. I can see it no other way. Just like Napoleon and Hitler and other people throughout history, have tried to rule the world. I think we have a cabal of very corrupt politicians and a bunch of oligarchs that they have in their back pocket or vice versa. I think they're hell-bent on controlling the world. And I think that's one reason that BRICS was not only established, I think it's thriving, and I think it's going to continue to thrive. Now, people that say, yeah, put sanctions on Russia and let's not insure their ships and The people that really think that's going to work, I got news for you. 
There are insurers that have a lot of money that don't do business in the United States. There's huge insurance companies that are based in the Middle East, in the heart of the oil-rich nations, and they understand the oil trade, and they don't care anything about what Janet Yellen has to say. And people don't realize that Russia owns a whole fleet of tanker ships. And other countries that want Russian oil, they'll use their own tanker ships. And so the West saying that they won't lease any tanker ships and they won't insure tanker ships that are based out of countries that do business with Russia, once again, they're just shooting themselves in the foot because Russia doesn't need to be insured by the West. Russia doesn't need oil tankers from the United States. Russia doesn't need oil tankers from Europe. Russia can sell their oil at whatever price they want to because they're a sovereign nation. And so what I see happening is an out-of-control government that has duped we the people and has taken this from a very productive and successful representative republic. And I think that they've hijacked it. I don't think that the United States is founded, even exists anymore, at least in the government. And the media has everybody giddy about Ukraine having some success on the battlefield, not understanding that there are strategic withdrawals, which Russia just ended up doing, for a reason. And they also don't understand that there's strategic ways to do business. And the way I see it, the leaders of the BRICS countries, even if you don't like the countries or like their leaders, they have a whole lot more on the ball than do the leaders in the West. The leaders in the West are presiding over the corruption of their societies as far as having different groups come in and be protected and be fawned over and now saying that you have to have correct pronouns or else you're going to be fined or you're going to lose your job. If you call a he a he and the he says he's a she and you call him a he, well, you're in trouble. And that's what they call clown world. And that's what's happening in Canada. That's what's happening in the United States, in Australia, in England, in France, in Germany. All the Western countries have pretty much bought this woke thing, hook, line, and sinker. But who has not bought the woke ideology is China, India, Russia, Brazil, and South Africa. And that's a lot of people and a lot of wealth. And we have almost all of our manufacturing is now based in China. And let's not forget that China is investing billions all over the world in third world countries. So China has more influence in Africa by far than we have. And China has more influence in South America than we have. Because right now we have leaders in Washington that want to snap their fingers and have everyone jump to their tune. And in my research, I've come to the conclusion that the world is sick to death of jumping to the tune of the Americans when the Americans are so corrupt and so obviously hell-bent on ruining their own society. And so that's why I say America is in really big trouble. Because one of the next steps that BRICS is going to take, other than adding a lot more countries to their group, 
is they're going to come up with a different reserve currency and they're not going to trade in the almighty dollar. And so what happens when China no longer trades in the dollar? Think about that. Just China alone. And think of all the multitudes of people that live in India. The people from India right now are enjoying Russian oil and Russian gas and products from all over the world. And the United States government's not happy about that. And they've told India what they want India to do. And again, that's us telling other countries what they can and can't do. And India has basically told the United States government to go take a hike. But every night, the mainstream media tells everybody lies about the economy, lies about the state of our government, lies about the, the mental decline of illegitimate Joe Biden. And so there's a whole lot happening right now that points to a changing of the guard as far as the way the world is really actually structured. It seems like that the Western countries are the ones that put together this new world order. And they had the arrogance to think that they could dictate to the rest of the world because the rest of the world was so enthralled with America and Western values and things as far as entertainment and economy and quality of life and a whole bunch of things that made Western civilization the envy of the world. But Western civilization has taken a downward spiral with all of this wokeism and political correctness and authoritarianism and tyranny. And another thing I can compare with what's happening right now is the iconic scene in the movie The Wizard of Oz when Toto goes up and pulls the curtain away and reveals this inept old man running the controls saying, never mind about that man behind the curtain. And that's what's happening right now. I think the world that has not been traditionally part of the West, but has been influenced by the West, has seen the Western culture erode into something that they don't want to have in their country. And I see an alignment of countries that are the most populated countries in the world, and also some of the wealthiest countries in the world, are lining up against the Western countries. And there's two things that we really need to take note of. Number one, societal decay is not normal in most of these countries that are going to become members of BRICS. Their societies have not seen the decay and rot that the Western civilization has seen. And so they have strong family units. They might not have the strongest federal level of governments, but their families are intact. And their educational systems are intact. And their sense of morals is a lot more intact than in the Western society. That alone gives a huge edge to these other countries. Now, if you want to talk economics, where is everything made? Most everything is made in China. And what's not made in China is made in several other countries that are looking at BRICS as a viable alternative to being allied with the West. So I feel that all of the governments in the Western countries have been trying to subjugate the people that live in those countries. And they've been doing social engineering and and doing a lot of things to try to consolidate their power and so them and their ilk can stay in power for generations, they have made one very serious error, is that they turn their attention against their own people, and the rest of the world has seen that. 
and just like the curtain being pulled away to see the fake Wizard of Oz, the curtain has been pulled away. The world has seen the West for what the West is becoming. They see the West as something that they don't want to be. These countries used to look at the West with envy, and that's what they wanted to become. Now they look at the West with disdain, and they do not want to become anything like the Western cultures as they now are. You take into account that most of these countries that are joining BRICS have strong families and also have strong manufacturing base. It's my opinion that the countries that are in BRICS are in the driver's seat. And as the West continues its decline, who knows how much lower they're going to sink as far as social decay and tyranny. So yes, we are living through very historical times. And I want to add here before the break that I've been getting several emails and letters asking me about myself being on social media. I really don't use social media because of the corruption and the tyranny that's in all of the media platforms that have social media. And of course, Facebook and Instagram and all those others have been practicing all sorts of censorship and tyranny. But there is one place that I have found, and I've mentioned them before, and it's veteranbrigades.com. You don't have to be a veteran to join Veteran Brigades, and it's a very small kind of backwater type of a social media place, and it's not going to have the clutter that is on Twitter and is on Facebook. And so I do use social media, but only one place, and it's the only social media place that I truly trust, and it's veteranbrigades.com. And so I invite everyone to look me up over on VeteranBrigades.com. You can sign up. And I use the name of my show, which is Living Off Grid Show. And so if you're interested, you can go to my social media site at VeteranBrigades.com by simply searching Living Off Grid Show, and there I'll be. And on the other side of the break, I'll pick up where I left off. And thank you, Jim. And Jim will be right back in just a couple of moments here on Truth to Ponder. While I have a moment, I want to just just thank you for the support you give this radio program. There are many ways you can help us out, and we really could use that help to stay on a shortwave radio. One way is to go to our website, truth2ponder.com. That is truth2ponder.com. You can go to our support page. You can find our mailing address. You can also Find a way to support us from a Christian crowdsource funding organization called Give, Send, Go. And a number of you are beginning to use that. And it's a great help. It's convenient. And it's not PayPal or some secular organization. So if you would like to give online, that is the way to do it. And I would appreciate it. If you prefer, You can also make a check payable to Ancient Word Radio. That's Ancient Word Radio. And our mailing address is Post Office Box 510, P.O. Box 510. And the city is Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E. Chilhowie, Virginia. And the zip code is 24319. That is 24319. Our website address Truth the number two ponder.com. That's truth the number two ponder.com. And once again, the mailing address post office box 510, Chilhowie, Virginia, and the zip code in Chilhowie, Virginia is 24319. 
and Jim will be back on the other side. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to part two of Truth to Ponder. I'm Jim Calhoun sitting in today for Bob Beerman, and Bob will be back tomorrow with another great edition of Truth to Ponder. And I truly appreciate Bob allowing me to talk to his audience, and I also appreciate you tuning in to every episode that you can. Well, the first part of the show, I was talking about some of my opinions as far as where the United States is right now, as far as history is concerned and the way I see society kind of shaping up. I'm going to expound on that, and then I'm going to give you some observations of things that I think that we personally need to do right now. Because it's obvious that we, the people, really don't control anything as far as the government's concerned. Now, again, it's just my opinion, but I think it's just very obvious to me that we're living through a whole period of deception, lies and smoke and mirrors and con artists and a lot of people who are naive and actually believe that they matter as far as what the government is going to do. When you realize that the United States once had a policy called manifest destiny and what that was was the United States was going to stretch from the Atlantic Ocean all the way to the Pacific Ocean. But there was a few problems along that way. First of all, it was inhabited by the Native Americans. And also, a large chunk right through the center was claimed by France. And then you had more that was claimed by Spain. And you even had some areas claimed by Russia. And so you had several colonial powers. And the United States was a very tiny little country. Brand new little country that just broke off from Great Britain. But yet we had this grandiose notion to go see the shining sea. Well, if you really want to look at manifest destiny and put it in today's terms, as far as perspective-wise and making comparisons, it didn't matter which party had the presidency. It did not matter which party had the Senate or the House. It just didn't matter who was in charge of anything. One thing that never changed from administration to administration was manifest destiny. And so what was happening in the 1820s and 1830s continued through the 1840s, clear on up into the early 20th century when the final states were added. Well, we had to expel the rest of the English. We had to purchase. We had the Louisiana Purchase from France because Napoleon needed money for his war chest. And then the Mexican-American War in the 1840s, we were able to get a lot of real estate from that. And then the annexation of Texas. And so there's lots of things that happened that were huge. I'm talking about wars and really hardships that came down because of manifest destiny. But yet, it happened. Our country goes from sea to shining sea. Well, it seems like right now, the manifest destiny has to be world domination. And it doesn't matter who's in power, doesn't matter Republican, Democrat, just doesn't matter. We have politicians in the cabinets of our country dictating to other countries 
what they can sell, how much they can sell it for, who they're going to sell it to. So you have all these so-called leaders all over the world that are just bowing and scraping to the will of Washington. And it seems like that the people that are in charge of the United States, they don't care so much about the United States as they do care about acquiring the rest of the world. And I think that's the real problem with Russia. Now, I know that Vladimir Putin was part of that initiative that went through training through Klaus Schwab. And so I think he's suspect. Anybody that went through that is, I think, you really have to watch. But I think something happened along the way, and there was a big speed bump. And I think it was called Russia. And I think that's one of the real reasons that we are in a proxy war with Russia right now, is that we want to dominate the world when we have the largest landmass country in the world saying no. And also teaming up with that largest landmass country is is two of the largest populated countries in the world, which would be China and India. And so this is not going to end well for the West. So what I see is a corrupt, decaying West that they're taking advantage of their people and they're taking their people for granted. And they're feeding us a whole bunch of lies and propaganda while their real goals are domination. And it's going to be done with our tax money. And then our tax money is going to be used against us as far as they're going to start spying on us more. And our First Amendment is effectively gone because there are certain things that you can say that'll get you in jail. Now there's things you can think. There's things you can post on Facebook or Twitter that will get you in all sorts of trouble. There are people like me that exercise their First Amendment rights that get visited by the FBI and some of the people get raided by the FBI. Now, I'm not saying that they've come to me because I don't think they will because I'm small potatoes. I'm just saying people that do express their opinion, especially ones that do it over the air, that could be recorded, you know, how can you deny what you said after you've said it? So for a pretty benign instance, you can say Black Lives Matter and have a whole bunch of people say, yeah, that's great. And then you can say all lives matter. Well, that's no good. You're horrible. And that same group of people that was patting you on the back because you said Black Lives Matter now hates you because you say all lives matter. So everything's been corrupted because all lives do matter. But you don't dare say that because that brands you as somehow evil, thinking that everybody's life matters. Now, in what world is that sane? Not in my world. And so we have all sorts of societal decay. We have economic decay. A lot of it is done on purpose. And we're going to see the fuel prices, in my opinion, when they start doing the tariff and all the things against the Russian fleet as far as them shipping oil, when that kicks in, that's going to raise the price of oil worldwide. And so the people that are competing for oil are going to have to pay more, including the United States, because we were energy independent just a couple of years ago. But the illegitimate Biden regime, with the help of both Democrats and Republicans, have made us to where we're dependent on everybody. Because that's the way they want we the people. They want us weak and dependent. That's why they're not teaching our children in school. That's why they're teaching transgenderism and all sorts of wokeness 
and social engineering that's happening in schools, and they're not focusing on getting the grades up. They're focusing on brainwashing or indoctrinating these children. And so as long as they can put out a dumbed-down version of an American that really doesn't know how to do much, well, they're easier to control. And so our society is being crumbled and destroyed from the top down. And I think it's done on purpose. And I do go to news sites from all over the world. And I'm noticing that the news sites from the countries that are in BRICS, they seem to report things a little more honest. I'm not saying they don't propaganda also because they likely do. A lot of the issues they talk about, I don't know that much about to where I can't form an opinion. But I like to read the comment section from the readers from those regions. And I've come to the conclusion that they're at least 20 times, if not more, more articulate in expressing themselves than the average American right now. Never used to be that way. But I can see when I go to American websites, I see that the thought process is definitely different. And I think that's a product of our schools. And when I'm looking at an American site and going to the comment section, I can almost tell you the age of the person by how articulate they are. Americans who are generally 50 years old and older are real articulate, and they understand how the world works. And it seems like that Americans between 40 and 50 have elements of knowing what's going on, but elements of wokeness. And most of them who are in their 20s and 30s, but not all, but most of them, are only about half as articulate as their older counterparts. Whereas with the foreign websites that I go to and go to the comment section, it doesn't matter what age, I can't tell how old they are because they're just as articulate all the way through. And so definitely I see that we've had a massive drop-off in our educational system. And I think that could be proven by test scores and other means. But the United States right now is trying to export wokeness and they're trying to export this social engineering. Countries like India, do you think they're going to change because the United States tells them to? Now, I'm no fan of the Indian caste system. I don't like it at all. I think that it's ridiculous. But are they ever going to change it because the United States tells them to change it? No. And then the United States government can huff and puff and come out against China all day long about Taiwan. But do you realize that our medicine, most of it, comes from China? Do you realize that most of the American flags made are made in China? Do you realize that American military wears apparel made in China? Do you realize that if you took Chinese goods off the shelf in every store in the United States, the shelves would be bare? Most people don't really think about it that way. And so the United States huffs and puffs at China, and that same government that huffs and puffs about China then orders a whole bunch of products for the military from China. It doesn't make any sense, and I don't think it's supposed to. I think it makes sense at the top, but I think that we're just like a stew, and we're in the cauldron, and you've got these people that are evil, that are stirring us as much as they can. Some of us are potatoes, some of us are carrots, some of us are meat, some of us are gravy, and they're just stirring it up. And so we're not going to come together. We're all separate entities and we're being stirred up like a stew. But the people stirring the stew, they know what kind of stew they want to make. And so keeping with that analogy, 
I think as we the people, our goose is cooked. So what can we do about it? What can we do about the social decay? What can we do about governments that no longer represent us? And I'm hearing from a lot of Canadians, and the Canadians are just sick. They're just sick of what's happened to their country. And I'm sick with them because I love Canada. And to see the dictatorship of this little worm they have up there as prime minister is just horrid. And I wish nothing but the best for Canada and their people. But we're in the same boat. And the average person in the UK that's awake, they see the same thing with their government. And the people who are awake in Germany, they see that with their government. But the percentage of people who are awake is very vast, but it's still not as many people who are among the brainwashed. And you have brainwashed zombies everywhere that will just spout the party line. I'm going to take a second here and use, for example, Montana had an initiative on their ballots that would make it a crime not to help newborn babies. So, in other words, if an abortion was botched, and the baby came out alive and healthy, they were going to make that a crime if you kill that baby, if that baby came to full term and was delivered. And they want me to believe that the good people of Montana voted against saving these babies. Now, if that's the case, then we've lost Montana forever. Because I know a lot of people in Montana, and there's not one of them that would support murdering a baby. Not one of them. But yet, they come out and say, well, this initiative failed to protect the babies. So now officially, you can kill a baby if you're an abortion doctor. If the baby comes out, they don't have to give it medical help. They can just let it die, or they can kill it. In what universe is that sane? In what universe is that right or moral? That's why I say that America's become Babylon the Great. We have people that care more about killing children than they do about educating them. Now, that's a big, bold statement, but think about it. I'm right. But here's what we can do. Number one, we can quit letting these people pull our chain and lead us around. We can quit listening to their lies. We can quit believing them if we do hear them. It's time for us to do what we want to do with our lives. Now, for example, I don't go to the movies anymore. The last two or three movies I bought tickets for, first of all, they weren't worth the money that I spent. Second of all, I don't want to be preached to by a bunch of woke film directors and a bunch of woke actors in a very polluted and horrible Hollywood. I don't want anything to do with them. But yet, every once in a while, I like to see a good movie. So what do I do? I rediscovered movies from a whole different era, back when Hollywood had imagination. Now, some of the movies are cheesy and some of the effects aren't very good, but at least they have original ideas and they're not Batman 75 or whatever they're trying to sell. And so if I want to watch a movie, I watch an old movie back when the United States was a representative republic and they're not using Hollywood to preach to you. Now, I know that Hollywood always had propaganda coming from Hollywood. I do realize that. But it wasn't so flagrant and it wasn't in every film every time. And as far as music, there's beautiful songs that have been recorded throughout the last hundred years. And so I just pick an era that I feel like I want to listen to, and I listen to it. 
Lately, I've been listening to several jazz singers from the 1940s through the 1960s. And also, I've been listening to some of the lighter music, like the Carpenters and things like that. And I'm rediscovering people that have real talent that don't have to use pitch correction or any studio tricks to sound good. And so I can fill my home with beautiful music. And I can watch a movie that's not detrimental to me to watch. And I can associate with people that aren't woke. And so there are things that we can do to take control of our lives. Because let's face it, most of us feel like we're all alone on an island. And it's not a good feeling to feel like that you're not with it, to feel like you're an outcast, to feel like that nobody cares. Know that you're not alone. There are multitudes of people that feel just like you do right now. But instead of feeling helpless about it, understand that governments come and go throughout history. God was in charge when the pharaohs ruled Egypt and at that time ruled a lot of the known world. God was in control when the Roman Empire was at its height. God was in control when both Hitler and Napoleon were at their zenith. What I'm trying to say is, is that we can look to this world and the corruption of this world, and we know that the author of this corruption is Satan. We can look at that world and feel depressed and feel alone and feel like that maybe our time is past, maybe it's hopeless. Those feelings come to me every once in a while. Then I have to tell myself, things are not hopeless. God is in control. And the kingdom of God is infinitely powerful. Almighty God has no limits. And the kingdom of God has no limits. And the kingdom of God is righteous. It's worthy. It's wonderful. It's loving. And at times the kingdom of God can show some tough love and do some things that maybe we don't understand. But the kingdom of God is where you need to put your focus. So in your home, think your own thoughts. If you think all lives matter, like a sane, rational person naturally would think, no matter where they're from or what color they are, or anything else about this particular group of people, their lives matter. Period. We're all children of God. And if you want to listen to good music, listen to music that you like to listen to. You don't have to turn on modern radio and listen to the top 40 tunes that may or may not be to your liking. Now, me personally, I don't like it, so I don't listen to it. You might like it, so listen to it. But what I'm trying to say is, is don't let these people that are in charge put you in a box. Don't let them box you in and make you feel like you're all alone. So listen to good music. Go for walks in nature. And this world right now is real ugly. It's real punitive and it's real evil. And so go out and spread some goodwill. Spread some cheer. Give the world a smile. Don't let Satan steal your joy. Don't let Satan ruin your life. Now, I can say personally that I've been guilty of letting Satan ruin my life for periods of my life. Maybe they haven't been very long periods, but they have been periods enough that I had to snap out of it. And we have to understand that there's so much bigger than what this world is. 
Almighty God is infinitely bigger than anything this world has to offer. And so if we turn our attention to our Father and understand that He's provided for us and understand that He loves us and put our faith and trust in the kingdom of God, because man is very corruptible, and right now, the way I see it, all of our governments throughout the world are corrupt. So I'm not going to let this midterm mess control my life. Because likely, if the person that I wanted to get in got in, it's likely that they've already been bought off or soon would be when they got to Washington anyway. Because things really don't change. Not the way we think they should change. And you have people that are playing like they are God, making decisions that are life and death, like pushing this death jab on people that is killing people. They're pushing this, and they're going to try to bring back mask mandates and all sorts of things that are in the works that are awful. And when this embargo and tariff on Russia, as far as their oil shipments are concerned, when that really kicks into effect in a few weeks, we're going to really feel it here. It's almost like back in the Middle Ages, You had kingdoms fighting kingdoms, and they would send their peasants out to die. When they might be fighting over, somebody insulted the other person's dog. And so they told their peasants, I don't like this man. He insulted my dog. Let's go kill them all. It's that stupid right now. So we have these people that think they're kings and that they have the fiefdom and we're the servants. And so they really don't care about us. They really don't. If they cared about us, they would quit the COVID shots because they're killing people. If they really cared about us, they would end abortion and end murdering babies. But they don't care. If they really cared about us, they'd let us drill for oil and they'd open up the pipelines. If they really cared about us, they would get the crime and the drugs off the street. If they really cared about us, you wouldn't see this dilapidated inner cities all over the major cities of the United States that are so unsafe that I don't think you could walk down them in broad daylight. So we have a lot of problems, but you don't have to join in. And so do your best to be you and listen to what you want to listen to. Watch what you want to watch. Don't try to fit in with a world that's gone mad. This world is so full of evil. Let's, as a collective group, let's start showing the world some good, some truth, some honesty. Show them some love, some caring. That's the only way we're going to contradict this evil that's going on right now, is instead of being depressed about all the evil in the world, start spreading some good. I think that will do your heart good, and I know it'll do the world good. Well, I hope that you got something from this message today. And I would like for you to consider donating to Truth to Ponder. And that's real easy to do. You can go to the website, which is truth2ponder.com, and click on the support tab. And then that'll guide you through how to electronically donate to this ministry. Or you can send your donation by check or money order. You would write out the check to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder. P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chilhowie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Virginia, and the zip code 
is 24319. And your donations are very much appreciated. Well, again, I'd like to thank you for tuning in. I'd like to thank Bob Behrman for allowing me to speak to his audience. And so until next time, everyone, spread some cheer and joy. We've had enough of this gloom and doom. Let's pick ourselves up out of the dirt, dust ourselves off, face the wind, and walk forward in hope and love. Stay well. Keep your powder dry. But most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.